Hey there, thanks for joining us for the latest podcast from Resound Church. We really believe that together we are better, and our heart is to reach, send, nurture, and disciple people as they become all that God has intended them to be. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or head over to our website, resound.church forward slash app, to grab our app, which will keep you up to date with everything going on. We hope you're encouraged by today's message. powerful the words of those songs because I know that breakthrough is coming you can be seated what promises has God given you come on God's reminding us this morning of those promises that he has given us amen good awesome well welcome to church this morning it's great to have you it's our third week of our Grace series, so you've, you've been with us. Uh, Ruth started us off talking about what is grace, who found that messaging challenging. Come on, there's more of you than that. I have had found myself in positions since that message where I've had to exhibit grace and uh, walk through it. It's easy to hear about it, a little bit more difficult to actually walk it out. Then we heard about what it is to be generous, didn't we? That we're to be generous in everything that we do. And then Wayne led us around what it was to be a relational people. Yesterday, I don't know if I got the short end of the stick or what, but I get to talk about being authentic and authenticity today. And, you know, all of our grace values um, that we hold are focused on individual values working together in a corporate sense. They're not uniquely Christian. You know, you don't have to be a Christian to be generous. You don't have to be a Christian to have relationship. Uh, You don't have to be a Christian to be authentic. But all of our um, values walk together to draw a picture of a culture that we're hoping goes close to representing Christ well. Come on, that's why we've got our values. It's to, to help us represent him well. So you know what? Authenticity means different things to different people, doesn't it? But I thought, hey, let's go have a look and see. Uh, you know, what ways authenticity can, can come out. You know, when Trent proposed to me and he gave me my engagement ring, if he'd said he'd given me a diamond but had substituted it for a cubic zirconia, I'm not sure I would have married him. <laughs> well, if he's trying to say, hey, I'm giving you a diamond and he's given me a cubic zirconia, then I would have felt a bit ripped off. Come on, all the girls know what I'm talking about. I was, they do. All the boys are like, I wish the price could be more like a cubic zirconia, but all right, girls. It is real. No, it is real. And I know my ring is real because I went to the jeweler with Trent and we actually designed it together. So everything's fine. But uh, I know that my diamond is real because the jeweler showed me under his little magnifying glass thing to prove how real it is. You paid him off. Yeah, wow. I know it's real. I know it's real. But, you know, there's multiple ways that we can define authenticity. Authenticity means not false or copied, genuine, real. Having an origin supported by unquestionable evidence authenticated and verified. 
or representing one's true nature or beliefs, true to oneself or to the person identified. You know, the line of the definition that most relates to our value of authenticity is that last one, representing one's true nature or beliefs, true to oneself or to the person identified. Authenticity is a journey. It's actually a choice that we get to make in every interaction that we have. We can choose to be authentic or we can choose to not be. You would know in yourself, you know, as you think about you've had interactions with people, you will know when you've been authentic and you will equally know when you haven't been. But the temptation we have is this, to actually hide truly who we are. Being authentic takes courage. Being authentic means that we put ourselves out there. Being authentic means that we show truly the genuine person that we are. But so many of us hide behind masks. And you know, the the protection that we think comes from our masks is actually the very thing that hurts us even more. You know, we start being kids and I, you know, I don't know about you, but I remember you know, mum or dad would come up to me, hey, did you steal that cookie from the cookie jar? Oh, no, not me. Because what are we trying to do in those moments as a kid when we're getting in trouble? We're trying to hide the truth and the reality of what's taken forth. We want to portray to our parents, hey, I didn't steal the cookie. Nah, must have been someone else. But actually, in that moment, we're being dishonest. Sometimes we deliberately deceive because we are doing something wrong. You know, an adult's deception can show up in so many different ways, but often it shows up through our interactions with others. Sometimes we see it, sometimes we don't. But the best deceivers deceive everyone, but continue to live with falsehood. You know, growing up as a kid, you may or may not know, but my parents divorced when I was six. And I went through a whole heap of my life never actually showing the true emotion that I felt in that time. I put on this front going, nah, I'm good. Yeah, my parents are divorced, but hey, I'm good. But the reality was of that, so I was really hurting. It's really broken. I was grieving. The, the brokenness of relationship. I wasn't responsible for it, but I tried to put this mask on to say, hey, I've got it all together. It's all good. But the reality was far, far different than that. There's a whole heap of grief and loss that I had to deal with. We're all wired to connect with others. And we can actually distinguish between what's true or what's authentic and what's a replica. 
You know, I read a book a couple of years ago called Blink by Malcolm Gladwell. If you've read it, you'll know what I'm talking about. But if you haven't, great book to read. And it talks about the fact that each and every one of us has the ability to enter into interactions or different situations. And, and we get this, this, what we call gut feeling. Hey, I just don't think that's true. The, the book starts with a story of, of an artifact. The artifact looked amazing. It hit a museum. It looked like it was the real deal. But the curator that came to look at it and to authentic, authenticate that it was what it said it was, in this instance, had this feeling, I don't know what it is, but it's not true. It's not real. It's not authentic. Come on, each of us have have been in those moments, even with relationship with other people, and we're like, I can't put my finger on why, but all I can tell you is there's something that doesn't add up. You know, it can look all good on the outside. It can look like it's put together well. It could be a relationship. It could be an artifact. It could be a handbag that's come over from Bali or something that is a replica, and it looks good. But there's something about it that doesn't add up, that doesn't make sense. And that's part of what God's put within us. Christian or non-Christian, we possess the ability to have this interaction of going, I don't know what it is, but there's something that just doesn't add up. A good replica is not the same thing as being authentic. It's a replica. And people place a high value on what's authentic. You know, there's three statements I want us to work through as a church this morning. The first thing is, the first couple are uh, some questions. The first one is this, does authenticity come easily to everyone? It's a hard question. I think the answer is yes and no. Yes, because we're wired authentically. We're actually wired to be authentic. But no, because we find it really hard to outwork that. I said before, authenticity is a choice. We have a choice to perceive ourselves to others that's different to actually who we are. So do we have the ability? Yeah, I believe we have the ability. But do we always choose to walk in that? I don't think so. You know, if we're not being authentic, we're actually being deceptive. We're actually being deceptive. Our masks put on a projection of who we think people should see us as. But those masks are usually trying to hide the very things that we're not wanting to show to people in our authenticity. A mask masks us. It, it puts a projection of us that we can try and hide behind But it's really hard to keep the mask up all the time. Really, really hard. No one wants to be deceived. Do we? But so many of us walk around with these masks every day, deceiving those around us and deceiving ourselves. You might know of people that you look and you go, I know that they project that. But I just don't reckon that's actually who they are. Don't we? And in ourselves, do we know when we put masks on? I think we do. 
I think we try to feed ourselves the lie of deception that says, if I project myself like this, people will love me. If I project myself like I've got it all together, then people will accept me. But you know what? Often it's those very things, that very mask that we put on that brings more damage than actually good. We believe the lie and the deception that says, now people are going to accept me more if I project myself like this. But actually the opposite is true. We are capable of authenticity, but we need to choose to live in truth or we deceive ourselves and others. The second question, why are we afraid of authenticity? Well, authenticity is the way that we display what's happening on the inside. And so if the inside's a mess, the mask comes on to try and protect ourselves from other people seeing the mess. True? We try to project ourselves as having it all together. I don't need help. If you see this version of me, then you're going to like me more. If you see what I'm projecting, projecting out, then I'm going to be accepted more. We wear masks in an attempt to gain other people's love and acceptance. But really what's happening inside and and what is being revealed inside as we wear these masks is how much we need to know who our identity is in Christ. You know, we project ourselves like this because we think people will accept us. But people's opinions, people's, um, people's opinions change. You know, we can say, hey, I want to be projected like this because, you know, that person's going to accept me or I'm going to be loved this way by that person. But then their opinions change and we find ourselves in this mess going, oh my goodness, this was my mask, this is my projection, but now that person has changed what they want to see or, or what's happening and then we come into confusion. The masks we wear create more pain for ourselves. The masks we project are a version of us that are inauthentic. And masks masks create distance and breakdown in relationships. We fight again against the very thing that we long for, which is deep, authentic relationships. You know, Wayne said in his message last week that the purpose of authenticity is transparency in our relationships. Masks aren't transparent. You know, the moment that you think I lack authenticity, you assume that I'm trying to hide something or that I'm telling you something that is different to what is true, that I'm deceiving you. Without authenticity, relationships are not sustainable. Have you ever been accused of wearing a mask? I have. And when those moments come, we have a choice to build more layers in front of the mask. Or we have a choice to listen to the words, to do a deep looking within ourselves to go, is that true? And if it is, what do I need to do to let go of the masks? We have a choice. Sometimes the easier choice seems to put more levels on the mask. 
But if we actually allow those masks to fall, if we actually journey what we need to, if we actually allow God to work on our hearts, to deal with the root causes of why we're putting on those masks, then we can live in freedom. We can actually be authentic. We can be genuine. We can have deeper relationships. It comes down to, do you want to deceive those around you? Or do you want to be authentic? Again, the choice is yours. But the antidote to deception is found in our identity in Christ. The world will try to bring that identity to us. The world will try to dictate our relationship with others, our brokenness, our hurt, our pain, can try and model Uh, and want us to put those masks on, but our true identity comes from who we are in Christ. It's the hurdle that we need to overcome. Our desire to be loved and accepted by all. If you haven't worked it out in life yet, not everyone's going to love and accept you. They're not. You can be a good person and people still won't see you for who you are. You can be a good person and still be hurt. But that doesn't mean that we need to be inauthentic in who we are. Our identity needs to be found in Christ. God loves us even in our imperfection. You know, Mitch spoke about that today. Judas is there. Sitting, having his feet washed by Jesus. And Jesus knew exactly what he was about to do. Exactly. But Jesus loved him anyway. He was there anyway. He was showing love anyway. The Bible is clear that we ought to love our neighbor as ourselves. In other words, until we get over ourselves, it'll be difficult to genuinely love others unconditionally. John 12, 30 to 31 says, And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. The second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. We need to love our neighbors as ourselves. But we need to love God and allow him to love us. Allow him to be our identity so we can love others. You know, a facade is a front or face that is used to hide what's behind it. Some facades are good. Clothing is good. That is a facade that we want. Makeup is good. If I have a pimple, that makeup needs to come on my face. I don't want to show that. There are some facades that are good and beneficial. But we know how to distinguish between a good and bad facade. We do. We know how to be authentic. At times, um, you know, our hearts are, are created to help us to connect with God, but to connect with others as well. The Bible is clear that we ought to 
guard our hearts, but not mask them. Proverbs 4.23, guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. That word determines is really interesting. What if we look at the Passion Translation? It says, so above all, guard the affections of your heart, for they affect all that you are. Pay attention to the welfare of your innermost being, for from there flows the wellspring of life. Guard the affections of your heart, for they affect all that you are. You heard the saying, out of the heart, the mouth speaks. Our guards of protection masks the deception. Guards of protection masks the deception. There's a difference. There's a huge difference. Too often we see them as one of the same, but they're not. All that's in our hearts should not be on display, but should also be sure that we are not deceiving others by making out something's different to what it really is. I genuinely want to connect to and love the people around me. It's a multi-step process and I'm definitely not perfect at it. But the process that we go through builds trust to the place where I understand that despite other people's shortcomings, that they are deserving of love, that I can reach out to them and they can accept, I can accept them for who they are, but they can accept me for who I am, even in my, un, uh, my imperfect being. I don't judge people because they're going through stuff. I don't judge people because they're not perfect. But in an authentic relationship, I want people to not judge me for not being perfect and not having it all together. Authenticity is just being real with one another. Being honest when we're hurting and accepting we are all imperfect. Working with and caring for at times and even carrying each other through difficulties. Yeah, you know what? Relationships can be messy more often than not. Stuff can be challenged. They can be hard to work through sometimes. But what... What sort of relationships do you want? The whole theme of this service this morning has been about going deeper. God wants us to be a people that go deeper into our love with him. Deeper into relationship with him. Deeper into allowing him to love on us. But we need to go deeper into loving him and loving others too. Relationships take two people. And so there will be some people that you love that don't accept your love. And that's okay. We can only be responsible for our own um, efforts, our own motives. But do we want to be authentic? Or do we want to project something that's inauthentic? Do we want to be genuine? Or do we want to deceive? 
ever want to be deceived. It hurts when people deceive you. It, it creates distrust when people deceive you. But authentic relationships where people are showing who they are truly without the masks is actually what we all long for. We can carry masks in our, our relationship with God too. You know, how many opportunities have we had where the Holy Spirit's come to us, even in a moment of worship like we had this morning? He's like, hey, I just want you to lay it down. Hey, I just want to work on that attitude. Hey, I just want to bring a softening to you. Hey, I just want to meet with you. And we're like, nah, putting up my mask, got it all together. You know, can feel emotion brewing. And we're like, I don't want to go there, God. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. Imagine if we were a congregation of people that just laid it all before God. Here I am, God. Yeah, I'm messed up. Yeah, you know what? I stuffed it this morning. I yelled at my kids because they weren't getting ready quick enough for me. Yeah, you know what? I had that attitude because, you know, that person looked at me that way. Yeah, God, you know what? I've been praying for this thing over and over and over, but I haven't seen you come through. And so I don't get it, God. So instead of actually running to you, I'm going to put up a mask. I'm going to put up a barrier and I'm going to say, nah, I'm not going to let you in. We've got a choice. The Holy Spirit is such a gentleman that he'll come and knock, but he waits for us to open the door. He never barges on through, ever. But he comes and he knocks and he's like, hey, I want to work on this. Hey, I want to show you my love here. Hey, I want to bring redefinition. Hey, I want to strip that label off that people have been trying to speak over you. Hey, that ailment that you've been carrying around and walking, I actually want to be your strength in that. Hey, that relationship that's been broken, that relationship that's been so fractured that you don't think that there can ever be any restoration, I want to come in and I want to mend it back together. And yeah, it's going to be a process. Do we trust God? Do we? It's really easy to say, yeah, I trust you, God. But then he comes to us in those moments and our initial reaction is mask up, wall up, let's hide from this. I can't tell you how many times that's been my response. That's not what God wants us to do. He never barges in. He comes so beautifully and allows us to, uh, it works on our hearts and softens the stuff that's been hardened and tarnished by what life throws at us. Loves us and accepts us despite of our sin. We go, but God, it's tarnished and it's dirty and it's broken and it's not all put together. And God, if people really knew the true me, are they even going to love me? And he goes, but my daughter, my son, there's nothing that you could do that would separate my love from you. 
it's when we truly understand who He is, when we we truly understand who He says that we are, that even in the imperfect relationships that we have with one another, we can still show up. We can still go, okay, you know what, that person hurt me, but I'm not going to hold that against them. That person did this or said this or demonstrated this. And instead of stepping back, I'm going to show grace. Does that mean that I'm unwise and put myself in positions where I'm constantly going to get hurt over and over and over again? No, that's not what I'm saying. What I am saying, though, that my heart's attitude, the softness of my heart will continue to be there. I will hold no unforgiveness, even though I have reason to. Because I have a choice. In authentic relationships, I have a choice. All of us could walk around holding stuff against other people. In fact, most of us do. We allow this hardening and this barrier and I don't want to get hurt. And so God, if I just put this mask up, I'm going to stay safe and protected But then we're in our bedrooms at night in the stillness of the night and we're the ones that are crying out, God, I just wish I had some friends. God, I just wish I had relationships with people that were more than just superficial but were actually deep. Maybe that's just me. Come on, the the, the way that we can be people who are authentic will bring about deep relationships. It won't happen overnight. It's a process. But God doesn't want to see the facade. He sees through it. In fact, more than we see it, he sees through it. We're to be people that are authentic, which is counterculture to what the world tells us. Isn't it? It's counterculture. The world says, well, don't let people really get to know you because they're going to hurt you. They're going to let you down. Yeah, they probably will. But God says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. And in our lives of knowing him, we're to become more like him and less like the world. And so as we become more like him, We start demonstrating things that are counterculture. Yeah, God, you know what? I have been hurt. Yeah, God, there have been people in my life that have caused great pain to me. But I'm going to keep showing up. I'm going to have friends. I'm going to show them who I am. I'm going to love people because I know how loved I am. Authentic is not perfect when it comes to relationships. Let's not deceive ourselves that a guard, uh, sorry, that a mask is a guard because a mask is deception and we all see through it. Pain can create self-protective mechanisms, but trust helps barriers drop and love to be shared. I want to become more transparent. It's a journey I'm on and I know it leads to greater authenticity. There's a scripture in Ephesians 4, 21 to 25. It says this. If you have really experienced the anointed one and heard this truth, it'll be seen in your life. 
For we know that the ultimate reality is embodied in Jesus, and he has taught you to let go of the lifestyle of the ancient man, the old self life, which was corrupted by sinful and deceitful desires that springs from delusion. Now it's time to be made new by every revelation that's being given to you and to be transformed as you embrace the glorious Christ within as your new life and live in union with him. For God has recreated you all over again in his perfect righteousness and you now belong to him in the realm of true holiness So discard every form of dishonesty and lying so that you will be known as one who always speaks the truth. For we all belong to one another. If I could have the music team, please. Our relationship with Christ is an ongoing relationship where he molds and he shapes us, where he works on things. It takes our sinfulness those facades that we've put up, the very things that we thought were there to protect us, that are harming us, and he works on them. He changes our heart. He can take our stony heart and turn it and give us a new heart. He can take mindsets that we have and transform them. I know you can sit you might be sitting in here this morning and go, yeah, but you know what, Sarah, it's really easy for you to talk about authenticity, but you haven't been through the experiences that I have. Really? Every one of us walks through stuff. Every one of us has experiences My journey is not like yours. Yeah, you know what? That's right. But your journey is not like mine. And when it all comes to it, at the end of the day, I can only be responsible for my reactions. You know, I think about that day where one day I'll be face to face with Jesus. I don't want him to say, You did things good. You did worked hard. But I just wish that you would have allowed me to love you and show my love through you to others. I want him to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. You know what? Stuff came up. Life was really hard at times. But thank you for keeping your heart soft. Thank you for allowing me to work in those areas and bring restoration to those painful areas. Thank you for allowing me to to heal those wounds. Thank you for allowing me to pour out on you what true love is. We have a choice. Our value is this. We are authentic in our effort to connect and communicate with others despite our imperfections. But it's your choice. It's your choice. With every eye closed in this place. As I've spoken this morning, 
I know the Holy Spirit has been working on so many of us. And I don't ever want to embarrass you. But when God comes and stirs our hearts, we have a choice whether we respond or we repel. And so I'm just going to ask the team to turn the lights down in the foyer, uh, in the auditorium. And in a moment, I want to pray. And if God's been stirring you this morning, and you're like, hey, you know what? Maybe I haven't been living authentically like I want to. Maybe I have carried masks. Maybe I've allowed my pain to to determine who I am rather than allowing the love of Jesus to wash over me and help me even in my imperfection. Then I'm just going to ask you to stand where you are, not come to the front, but just stand where you are and respond to God. So if that's you, then join with me and then we're going to pray together. Lord, you know everything there is to know about us. More than we even allow ourselves to be known. And Lord, as you have moved through this place this morning, Holy Spirit, as you've come and and dropped whispers of, hey, yeah, you know what? You do that sometimes. God, you never come with condemnation. You always come with love. And as we stand this morning, God, we stand saying, God, take me on a journey. Take me on a journey to be authentic. God, I want to be authentic in my relationship with you. But God, I also want to be authentic in my relationship with others. God, where I've had a heart and heart, I pray that you would come and you would give me a new heart, a heart that is soft, that is subtle, that is attentive and and know what it is to love. God, where I've portrayed masks continually, Lord, let me go on a process that brings those down. Lord, you have permission to go to the root of the causes of the masks. God, and to come and work on those to bring healing, to bring trust again. God, we want to be a people who have authentic relationship with you and authentic relationships with others. God, where we've been let down, we know you can be relied upon. So take us on a journey, God. Let today be the very first day that we step out, God, and say, okay, God, here I am, all of me. No mask, no limitation, no projection of who I think I should be, but God, only who you know I am. Here I am, God, and I'm showing up. Help us to love and be loved, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, what a great message. Thanks for joining us here at Resound Church. We pray that you've been encouraged through the message and that you've grown just a little bit closer to God. While you're online, why don't you head over and give us a like on Facebook or Instagram or check out our website at resound.church. You can subscribe to our content on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or head over to our website resound.church forward slash app to grab our app, which will keep you up to date with everything going on. Well, don't forget next week, there'll be another amazing podcast here to listen to from Resound Church. We hope you join us then.